we're live. Constructive web page initiative. Okay. From T. Yes. <laughs> I thought you had something already ready to go. You were just waiting for me to just. You, you, you left it kind of hanging, like you were going to say something that's sort of like. Well, I put a title in front of it. Oh, is that what you're going to call it? Yeah, Constructive Web Page Editions from Tia. Can't you think of any better name? <sighs> Tia's um, Constructive Web Page Editions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Well, remember about a month ago, I made the comment about um, the stock market going through the 8,000 mark. Mm-hmm. You said it looked like it would go through the 8,000 mark. Now, I'm going to say definitely. Yeah. Alright. Definitely going to go through the 8,000 mark. Today, it set another new record. Another new record? 30th of the year. This year, the stock market has grown 24%. Well, it's actually about 23.5%. But let's round it up for the sake of argument. 24%. Now, what does that tell us? Well, it's grown almost a quarter in size. So does this look forward to then another hike in the interest rates? No. No. Because the economy is slowing down. And with the economy slowing down, inflation is also slowing down. Good. That's a positive. That is a positive. However, the economy and the stock market are linked in a way. If the economy slows down, right, and interest rates aren't high, right, that means that the stock market's going to grow. But if the economy is slowing down, what does that mean? Well, that means that people aren't producing or being as active as they were, which means that there's not as much going on as before. Well, now you've confused me. Because as I remember, Mm -hmm. with the the stock market going up, that means there's more money to be invested because there's more money being made. More money to be invested means a growth in the economy. Slow as it is, there'll still be a growth. Yes, true, but as the economy slows, this affects the stock market. So you're saying we're looking at a, a drop in the stock market thing coming up? I've always said that, haven't I? Well, yeah, but we never pointed out what point. No, and I'm not going to point out what point at the moment because it's all um, projections that are based on certain events happening. One of my comments was about the stock market, not the stock market, the economy slowing down, and that it hasn't been grown as robustly as people claim or would like. What is normal is that the economy goes 
at uh, about grows at about seven percent a year normally it hasn't done this in over eight years why hasn't it done this in over eight years well there was a mini recession and that was one of the factors so why is the stock market growing when it's not a growing economy at its normal rate i think uh, they talk about 4.5% uh, being great and incredible, when in actual fact 7% is the normal, or so far this century is the normal. But, we're looking at these factors, that the economy is not growing as rapidly as would be liked. Well, the stock market, because of the lack of increases in interest rates, goes crazy. People can invest. Um, spend their money within the stock market and increase the productivity of the stock market, bumping up the price of shares. Now, the amount of shares that are around has, grown, has grown, but it hasn't grown at the same level as the stock market's grown. The only thing that's making the stock market grow is the price of the shares. For example, let's say um, last year, you put in a hundred dollars, right? That hundred dollars is now worth a hundred and twenty-three and a half dollars. Okay, which is twenty-three and a half percent increase for one dot for the one share. Okay, so to say that there is more out there is wrong. Um, to say that the price of the shares have increased is correct, but not the quantity. It may have gone up only 3 or 4% the amount of shares out there. So quite a big difference. Well, the difference is caused by the lack of increasing interest rates, which makes the stock market more interesting to invest in. But what happens if the economy slows down and there is less money out there to invest in the stock market? Well, people start to pull their money out. And what happens when people pull their money out? It goes down. When it goes down, problems occur. More people panic and they pull out. And sometimes people will say, okay, they're profit-taking. But it depends on the actions and how big. For a stock market to jump a uh, hundred plus points in a single day is pretty unusual. And the fact that this has been going on for six months and um, eight days is kind of a little bit unusual it would grow so rap rapidly and violently. It only seems a little while ago, I believe back in November, that it broke the 6,000 mark. Do you remember? Okay, 7,000. But reaching the 7,000 mark took it a very long time. At least four years. The fact that now 
all of a sudden it is close to the 8,000 mark in six months and um, eight days since the turn of the year. It was a little bit alarming to me the fact that people are investing so rapidly. I see in my projections that this trend will continue that people will pump money into the stock market, buying more shares, increasing the value of shares. But actions occurring at this time externally are what is inflating the stock market. A. The lack of a hike in the interest rate to slow the economy. It's doing it naturally. Inaction by the government. Action by the government that is causing the economy to slow. At the moment is a golden time. Okay, let's cover the stock market in today's events. Let's move on to something that is slightly related or that I brought up at the end. Okay, the inaction of the government. The government is currently concerned with internal domestic problems, i.e. the White House. Okay, we have going on at the moment at the White House the investigation of Bits Foster's death. The, I think it's her name's Paula Jones. The Paula Jones thing going on. That is in court. That is happening right now. It's not in the preliminary stages, it's happening right now. It's going on. Whitewater investigations, still going on, campaign finance reforms and investigations onto irregularities of individuals within both the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, but focused mainly on the Republican Party. Why? We'll get to that in a second. Lastly, and not least, very serious, very, very serious matter that is only just starting to come to light. Um, I can't remember the gentleman's name except for it ends with uh, one. In his safe was found ten confidential governmental documents that had no right being there. And they weren't originals, they were copies, photocopies. He had no authorization to have these documents. Do you know where his office is? Correct. Okay, so we have these five events going on. Now let's look at the one that's just started today, campaign finance. 
Okay, let us look at campaign finance. There's a Republican that admitted and handed back the money that was given to him. Okay, he handed the money back, he admitted it. Um, subsequently, I believe that he has stepped down and said, I did wrong, I have paid the money back. He's done the honourable thing. He admitted it. He gave the money back. And it was only maybe $200,000. Now, let us look at something a little bit more serious. First of all, let me preface it by when George Bush sent out letters of briefings to contributors, which is a perfectly legitimate move, on White House stationery, it caused a big uproar. Now, this has been compared to what is happening right now. The selling of the Lincoln bedroom, the renting out for $100,000 to $200,000 a night to people that contribute to the White House or the Democratic National Congress. Here's a problem. It is illegal to accept, and this is in your government's uh, policies and procedures book, it is illegal to accept contributions in the White House for any person of political, of a political organization at all. It doesn't matter if you are, let's say, member of the Green Party and you are given um, $20 in the White House. That's illegal. To give a donation to stay in the White House for $100,000 to $200,000 a night is illegal due to the fact that you are giving the person who more than likely is a member of a political organization the money. You can give it to somebody that works there that is not affiliated with any party. But as soon as that person gives the money within the White House to another person, it is illegal. It is against the law. End of story. But and this is what they're saying, is that the money was not given inside the White House. But still they are renting out a government building to people, anybody. If you had $200,000 for us and you went to the Democratic National Congress and said, I would like to sleep in the Lincoln bedroom. Here's $200,000. I'd also like to meet Bill Clinton. They would do it. They wouldn't ask you where you got your money from or how you got it. They may look into your background to see whether or not you have more. Okay. Some of these characters or people that have stayed at the White House have been foreign businessmen. This is where it starts to get tricky. Another person 
was a member of an Arkansas restaurant business. Um, Wang Jun, I believe, um, was his name. He contributed $150,000. Subsequently, it has been found that he was given that money by Oriental businessmen from Singapore and Hong Kong. Those businessmen had links to another person that was living in the United States by the name of Charlie Tree. Charlie Tree has subsequently disappeared and the only person that can get hold of him is Tom Brokoff. Whenever he contacts him, he claims that he is living just outside Shanghai. Charlie Tree was also another person that paid an exorbitant amount of money to stay at the Lincoln bedroom. Charlie Tree also has friends in the... I wouldn't let them in at the moment if I was you. There's a uh, food supply. Charlie Tree is refusing to return to the United States of America. A gentleman by the name of Wang Whatever is refusing to talk to the Finance Committee about any of his fundraising efforts, but is willing to talk about his espionage charge. He is currently unable to be contacted, and there have been some long-distance telephone calls, so I tried to get hold of him. Today, at the start of the investigation, John Glenn made a statement about investigating a Republican and saying that he had, yeah, had pictures and he presented the slideshow. And this is old news. He also said that Mr. Wang would talk to the committee but wanted immunity from prosecution on anything to do with the House, not the House, uh, the finance reform scheme and the Democrats. He would answer questions only on the espionage charge. Mr. Wang also happens to know Charlie Tree. So it's all revolving around one person who is unable to be got hold of, except uh, by Tom Brokoff, which is very, very strange. Very strange. Okay. Now, let us look at how much money was raised. Do you know how much money was raised by the uh, Democrats? No. $15 million. A lot of money. A lot of money. Very scary, isn't it, so far? Okay. This is where it starts to get really interesting. Let us look a little closer at this web. Why do they want to stay in the um, Lincoln bedroom? Where's the money coming from? Mm-hmm. Now, what does China get out of most favoured uh, nation status? They get favourable trading conditions. 
They get um, free access to American markets. American markets have free access to them. How much actual business goes to China? Well, as I remember right, the uh, actual amount of business that goes to China is um, approximately 2% of their whole gross national income. Very, very little, isn't it? Very little. But coming here, it's higher, a lot higher. Now, by getting this, most trade, favored trade status by sponsoring individuals going to the White House. What is, in essence, is Bill Clinton doing? Well, what he's trying to do is build up a stable market relationship and open up the market to the Chinese, mm -hmm. which, in light of uh, the fact that they are um, financially actually well off, that's not a bad idea. If it works. Mm -hmm. um, this is just a personal opinion. Mm -hmm. But I feel that the uh, Chinese takeover of Hong Kong is going to have a lot to influence that. As far as capitalism um, being one of the major uh, contributors. You didn't hear what happened to the gold market today. Okay, The Australians dumped a whole load of gold on the market and drop the price dramatically. Now, there are three major trading areas in the world that deal with the gold. One is London, one is New York, and the other one is where? Hong Kong. The gold market overall, because Australia dumped a lot of gold on the market dropped the price. You see, the thing is with taking Hong Kong is it fits very nicely into a nice picture that the Chinese are trying to manipulate. They can isolate it. The fact that they brought in 20,000 troops into Hong Kong means that they can control it. It can go on as it was before, isolated from the mainland because of the troops. Nothing's changed with Hong Kong. I understand about the gold. Why would that have influence in Hong Kong? Because Hong Kong is one of the world's leading traders for gold. Right. If the price of gold goes down, right, right. it goes down in Hong Kong, New York, and London. The Chinese? It hurts everybody. It hurts everybody. You see, your government can think it's getting into Chinese markets through Hong Kong. But the fact that Hong Kong is just a trade center distributing to other places in the world. For example, let's say, okay, your guys go, okay, we're going to send you um, a million pairs of Nikes, right? We're going to send it to you through Hong Kong. Chinese go, great. Okay, bring it in. Let's say each pair of Nikes costs the Chinese $20, right? Okay, they bring it into their country. Right? They turn around, bring it into Hong Kong. They turn around and they can sell it to Great Britain, 
um, Australia, uh, Canada, back to the US, um, to all sorts of businesses the world over for, let's say, $40. It's never even entered into mainland China. And the money is pouring into the Chinese coffers. America thinks that it's importing into China, but it's not. Very clever. Very, very smart. So you see what's happening? Okay, lastly, but not least, Northern Ireland. <sighs> what a trial of a new Prime Minister. Last year, when John Major was empowered, or in power, he did not allow the marches. Well, not all, all of them. He allowed some of them. And those were controlled very, very tightly. And were only allowed to march so far. This year, new Prime Minister. He goes, okay, we'll let them march. We will have the police clear the way so that they, they can march to their traditional places and observe their traditional observations and return back. Oh, bad, bad call, isn't it? What happens? Last year there were little riots. Very little riots, nothing major. Um, one person was killed. Very little in the loss of damage. But this year, they let them march. There's mass rioting, mass burning, Trains are burned. IRA gets involved. Um, one man dies, a Protestant, with a pipe bomb. His own pipe bomb. Over a hundred individuals injured in rioting. Where last year, one man was killed, and only maybe ten people were injured. Most of those were silly things. Doesn't look good so far for a new Prime Minister, does it? And he's not doing a very good job of it, is he? He's working on it. But poorly. Poorly. Okay. Any questions? Yeah, what's Australasia? Asia. Um, a combination of the two? Yeah, pretty much so. I've never heard that term before. Australasia? Mm -hmm. It's uh, basically the Pacific Rim. Um, Australia, Malaysia, New Zealand, Japan, coastal China, uh, Borneo, um, Sumatra, all that area. The Philippines. Alright, so how does all the problems right now that are affecting uh, uh, Japan, uh -huh. um, the Chinese market, and Australia dumping the price of gold affect our slow growth in the stock market. In a big way. Remember what one of the factors I said would be. External influences. Think. What's happening? Okay. 
the next question is, um, how close are these occurrences in relation to what happened back in the major crash back in 2008? 29. 29. Mm. The, the thing is that with today's communications, um, everything happens on a global scale and much faster. Um, so therefore, when it happens, it's going to be much larger, much quicker, much faster. Because communications be instantaneous. Yeah, you can send a message halfway around the world, right? Let's just say you send an email to uh, a buddy in Australia, right? How long is it going to take for your email to go from your computer to his computer? Correct. How long is it going to take for the news of one stock market going crazy to reach another stock market? Mm-hmm. So, so the, the mechanisms that are in place to stop that from happening though, will kick in a lot faster. Might and might not. See, the mechanisms to stop that from happening are also what's going to cause it to happen. Yeah, you know, they're keeping the prices high. Okay. Okay. Artificially high? Yes and no. Yes and no. Um, some of the things that are happening are artificial. Others aren't. There's too many to actually go into. I mean, I've already taken up uh, about 20 minutes. And uh, we have quite a few speakers to go tonight. Okay. Well, okay. Thank you, dear. Greetings, Russ. Quickly, let's get down to business. Alrighty. Okay. Let us look at the current state of the mind of your race. Okay, we have going on at present, at this very moment as it happens, although it is quiet and death, rioting in Northern Ireland. This is not a new problem. The newspapers in your country are reporting it as imperial colonialists enforcing their will on a small island nation. This is wrong. This is inaccurate. The majority in Northern Ireland is Protestant. The minority are Catholics. Okay, let us look at other instances going on. Hong Kong. Troops within Hong Kong. 20,000 to be precise. Patrolling a little island nation. Why? Tia was quite correct in her analogy. 
It is to isolate the country. To let it continue as it was. But with Chinese control. How long will it take before China, a dictatorship basically, takes total control? Well, for them to do so would be a very bad move. But to open up and invite capitalism in, again, would be a bad move. So, why not leave it as it is? Isolate it, control it, and you have the perfect setup. You also have extra financial and fiscal income. Okay, let us look at another matter going. Sierra Leone. Another little hot spot. The consciousness of this area is a little confusing. It seems to be an ethnic conflict. Let us move on again to the former Yugoslavia and Bosnia. The United Nations today said it will not tolerate people interfering within the elections in Bosnia. Basically, it was hinting at Radovan Ankarovic. But, in their actions and comments, they themselves are interfering. Let's move on again. Let us move to... I believe there was some rioting in Indonesia. What is going on there? Well, it seems 